Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Wow. Tomorrow, we have the privilege of reading Pasha Sav. I cry as I share with you my personal emotion that we are not going to be reading it in the Beis HaKnesses. We yearn for it, but you will read it at home. After your Shacharis, take out the Chumash and read it. Read it with your family if you're privileged to be with them and discuss parts of it. Very quickly, according to the Chinuch, easy to remember, nine positive, nine restrictions, 18 mitzvos in Parsha Sav. And we have certain very close tie-ins with Pesach. You have the idea that the earthenware cannot be kashered. It had to be broken when they ate the Korban Pesach and it was hot on the plate. They couldn't take that plate home as a souvenir. They had to break it because it couldn't be kashered and it had an absorption of the holy Korban. So we too, as we are kashering, and hopefully this year, be careful <clears throat> if you are doing any kashering. Consult with your rabbi and be very cautious. And you have as well in this week's parsha the Korban Toda, the Thanksgiving offering. Guess what? The Pesach Seder is a Thanksgiving celebration. We had it first, way before the last Thursday in November. The concept of V'chol HaChayim Yoducha Sela. What are the Chayim? The Chola, a person who is sick and thank God gets better. A person who crossed the Yam. A person who encountered Yisurim, serious dangers. And finally, the Midbar. We who experienced Yitzias Mitzrayim had all four. Sickness, we went through the Yam, we had Yisurim of Inui, of being persecuted in Egypt, and finally we went into the Midbar the celebration that's forthcoming. I'd like to, let's remember, this Shabbos is called Shabbos HaGadol. Many reasons for it. Let's focus for a moment on the very end of the Haftorah. The Navi Malachai. Put yourself, my friends, into his sandals. And what are you? You know that you have the distinction of being the last Navi till Elio Hanavi comes. And what is your message to the people? Your message to the people is hold on tight. Zichru Toras Moshe Avdi. That's the first thing. And the next thing you say to the people is, and when I say people, you're talking to the people throughout the generations. You're talking to everybody listening today including Benjamin Yudin. Zichru Torah Moshe Avdi. Be committed and remember and observe the teachings of our Torah. That's what got us here today. And the next thing is, says the Novi Malachi, I promise you, in the name of God, he says, God is going to send Elio Anavi, the prophet Elijah, in order to announce, ta-da, ta-da-da-da-da-da, he's going to announce Yom 
Hashem HaGadol V'Hanora, He's going to announce the forthcoming of the great day of the coming of Mashiach. There will be a Mashiach. That's what the last Navi told us. Now listen carefully. When we are in Shul, and we hear the brachos of the Haftorah, in one of the brachos that we say, we're not going to hear it this Shabbos, unfortunately, because it can only be said with a minion. And unfortunately, we are not with a minion again this Shabbos. But what are we going to hear? The bracha after the Haftorah is, listen carefully, that vidavar echad midvarecha, not a single word of the Navi, achor lo Yoshuv Rekum. Not one of your words is turned back to its origin unfulfilled. What does that mean? It means that every word will come true. Pinch yourself. The same way we are still here as a people, we are being promised that there will be Eliyahu Navi. I'd like to, and one of the reasons why it's called Shabbos HaGadol is because of the Godol Drasha, the large Drasha of laws that the rabbis give on this Shabbos. I'd like to share with you a special Drasha that I'm calling which means that the Jew has to have faith in the nighttime when things are challenging. This is the Pasuk that we say Every Shabbos, in Mizmor Shil, the Yom Shabbos, Tov lo dos Lashem. It's good to give thanksgiving to God. In the morning, when things are bright, when things are going good, when we all have jobs, and we can all interact, and we can be with one another. We In the good times, Thank you, Hashem, for the kindnesses, the many, many kindnesses you do for us. And then it continues, But at nighttime when it's dark and things are happening about us that are fearful, it's at that time that I need our emuna. And so I'd like to go with you. And as there are 15 steps in the Haggadah, Kadesh Urchatz, Karpas Yachatz, I'd like to give you probably 15 ways in which the Seder is uplifting, in which the Seder is to generate emuna. I'm talking to those who are going to be alone at the Seder. I'm talking to those that are going to be with family. That's who you are living with at this time, under the same roof. I'm talking to either an individual or everybody together that we should all be aware of these concepts. And these concepts by itself should give us great inspiration. Let's talk about Wednesday. Before we get to the night of the Seder, just the day of the Seder itself. Lo Aleinu, if somebody is sitting Shiva, so if they're sitting Shiva and Shabbos is part of the Shiva, when do they get up? When on Friday? And the answer is as much time as they need to prepare for Shabbos. They need an hour, they need two, depending on the circumstance. That's when they're getting up. However, on Erev Pesach, if somebody is in the middle of Shiva, they get up this coming Wednesday 
at 12.57. What's 12.57? It's chatzos, it's mid the day. The day is divided in two. From that time on afterwards, it's considered already very much part of the Yom Tov. What do you mean Yom Tov? I can drive to get last minute things if it's safe to go to a particular store, etc. But you know what I mean? It's not Yom Tov yet, so what's going on here? But the answer is, my friends, that is when the Korban Pesach was brought from after mid the day. And once the Korban is brought, for who? For all of us? It is a Yom Tov for us. We have to connect to the Korban Pesach. Don't tell me we haven't had a Beis HaMikdash in almost 2,000 years. We live in the present as if the laws of the Korban Pesach are still binding and applicable to us because we are so sure that Bimheira Yibona Amigdash, we're going to have another Beis Amigdash. We're not sure, we're positive. And therefore we get up at mid the day because after that it's already Yom Tov. What does that mean it's Yom Tov? This is the time when they did and this is the time they will, please God, slaughter the Korban Pesach, the Paschal Lamb. And therefore for that reason, guess what? You're not to work in the afternoon on Erev Pesach. For that reason, there's that carrot of the day. It's a special day. Don't work. And if you are working from home, try to stop, if you can, at 12.57. Help out. Get the house ready for the Seder. Get yourself ready for the Seder. Sit down with the Haggadah and, and enumerate various commentaries that you're going to use. Next, here we go. Why do we have to stop eating chametz on Wednesday? The Yom Tov doesn't start until approximately 7.28, which is Shkia. You're going to light candles 18 minutes earlier. But the Yom Tov doesn't come in until the evening. Why can't I have my last bagel 2 o'clock in the afternoon? And the answer is, my friends, Korban Pesach. Once again, that optimism. We had, we will. What does that mean, we had, we will? The Torah says in Parshas Re'eh, Lo Sochal Olav Chametz. You can't have the two components, two different uh, factors coexist. When you have the Korban Pesach, you can't have Matz, excuse me, you can't have Chametz. Not only you can't have Chametz when you're doing the Korban Pesach in the Beis Amigdash. No, it means you can't have it in your home. You can't eat it. You can't possess it. When So from the Torah... Until 1257, you can have that bagel. The rabbi said, wait a minute. No, 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 no. They didn't have watches with precision. What's going on on a cloudy day? Is it 11 o'clock, 1130, 12? What is it? I don't know. The answer is we stopped two hours earlier. And so, you'll check, but I believe in the local... um, metropolitan New York area, the time is 10.24, that you have to stop your eating of chametz. Why? Why? After all, the, the Yom Tov is not until the night. The answer is that optimism. We had it, we will have it. The Korban Pesach. And for that reason, let's go on. Many people are going to be taking in this Shabbos earlier. Whoa! What does that mean? It means that even though candle lighting is after 7, they're going to be taking Shabbos in earlier. That's called Tosefes Shabbos, adding on to Shabbos. That's 100% permissible. If I can take Shabbos in early, 
Let me take Pesach in early. Let me start my Seder early. I've got young children at my table. I wish I did. But you know what I'm talking about. Young families that do have young children. Why do you have to wait until approximately 8.10 in the New York area, the earliest to start the Seder? And the answer is, once again... Because of the Korban Pesach, it's amazing. I want you to realize that the Korban Pesach dominates. You're going to say to yourself, oh my goodness, we haven't. That's right, we haven't, but we will, we will. This is incredible imuna, incredible optimism. And therefore the Pesach says regarding the Korban Pesach, <clears throat> you have to eat the Korban Pesach at nighttime. So the eating of the Korban Pesach and the rabbis tell us, therefore, all the mitzvot of the night, the matzah was with the Korban Pesach, and even the Kiddush has to be at a time, Kiddush B'mokom Suda, means at a time that you could eat the meal, so I can't make Kiddush until minimally 8.10 this coming, in the New York area, this coming Wednesday night. Wow. Wow. All because of the Korban Pesach. Now, here we are. We're at the Seder finally. What is that white coat that you're wearing, the fellow who's leading the Seder? And the answer is, says the Nitziv in his introduction to this Haggadah, on the night of the Pesach Seder, we relive, we don't remember, we relive Jewish history because we're going to have it again. And when they ate Kotshim, when they ate the holy foods of Korbanos, they wore white coats. Ah, we wear a kittel to remind us that once again we're going to have the Karbanos. Optimism. Emunoscha Valelos. Okay, and that Seder plate. What's in the Seder plate? Oh, come on. Look at the Zroa. Look at the Beitzah. What are they there for? Why is the egg? What's the shank bone? The shank bone is for the Korban Pesach and the egg is for the Korban Chagiga. We are going to have Korbanos again. That's what it's for. It's show and tell. Tell everybody, and if you're there to Seder by yourself, talk to yourself, because you're not talking to yourself. Who's coming to your Seder? The Abish, the God himself is coming to your Seder. Wow. And don't tell me if I'm home alone, I'm going to wear a casual dress. No, I'm getting dressed up. I'm wearing my finest. I'm wearing a tie. I'm wearing a suit. I'm getting dressed up, because it's not me alone. It's me and God at the Pesach Seder. Yes, there are pictures all around, so I'll remember my grandchildren. And I'm doing this, that they should be healthy. And they're doing this, that I should be healthy. And please God, we're all going to be together next year. Optimism, emunah, that is such an important factor. Okay, we're at the Seder finally. And let's go slowly. Here we go. We made Kiddush. Wonderful. Urchatz. Now we're going to wash our hands. Oh my goodness. What for? Your hands are clean. You took a shower before you came to the Seder. What's going on here? And the answer is very quickly. Says the Taz. And say the, says the Mishnah Brewer. They all say this. Watch. We're washing our hands <clears throat> right after Kiddush. Because we're going to eat a wet vegetable. Whatever you eat. You eat a potato. You eat celery. Whatever you're eating in the Rabbi Tights. Toward his community. You can eat... Uh, come on, banana, because you have to make an adama, because when you make the adama for the karpas, you keep in mind the maror, because they're both adama, because the question is, should we make a bracha on the maror? We don't make a bracha, so we make the bracha earlier on the karpas, and we keep in mind the maror, 
But listen carefully. Why are we washing our hands? The answer is because you're going to dip the celery in water, in salt water. And the rabbis, years ago, when we had a base on Migdash, we were all very careful then about the laws of purity and impurity, Tuma and Tara. And guess what? We will be in the future again very careful with purity and impurity. So what are we doing tonight? Tonight we are reliving. We're preparing. Emuna. We are going to have it again. That what? That when you have a wet fruit or wet vegetable and you touch it with your hands without washing your hands, you will impart the impurity from your hands to the vegetable. The water is a conductor of tumor, and you don't want to do that. So you're going to wash your hands without a bracha. By the way, the Rambam did make a bracha. So the next time you say to yourself, ah, how important is this washing? And the answer is very. But again, why are we doing this? We're doing this because this is the night of Emuna. This is the night of Bitochon. Okay, after that, fine. We now come to the Magid. Now listen carefully. Regarding the Magid, which is the mitzvah of telling the story of the Exodus, I would have thought, and the rabbis make this comment, that you would open up the second book of the Torah and read Shmos, Vaera, Bo. Read it inside from the text. No, no, no. We do read from the text, but the text that we read comes from the fifth book of the Torah comes from Parshas Kisavo, comes from the reading, the recitation that the Jew recited when he slash she brought Bikurim to the Beis Amigdash. This is found in Devarim, chapter 26, verse 5. Amazing. We go through 5 through 9. Listen carefully now. We read these psukim at the Seder, and we explain each and every puzzle. Tell me about these psukim, my friends. These psukim were recited when you brought the Bikurim to the, come on, come on, Beis Migdash. We don't have Bikurim today because we don't have a Beis Migdash. But you know why we're reciting these psukim? Because not only did they, but you know the answer now. We will. It's a night of inspiration. It's a night of Emuna. I'm reminding myself <clears throat> of what they did and please God, what we will do. Okay, next. We finish, oh, wait a second. This is beautiful. We finish the Magid section. We have sung Dayenu. By the way, parenthetically, the Rambam did not. Ask your local Orthodox rabbi why he did not. We sing Dayenu. It's found in our Haggadot. And we picked up the second cup of wine. And we're basically toasting to Hashem. And now, listen carefully now. We are reciting a bracha. And this is the bracha of Geula. This is our bracha similar to Sha'asanisim Labosenu. We don't say the bracha of Sha'asanisim, but it's the bracha of Go'al Yisrael, the bracha of Asher Go'olanu. The bracha is found in the Gemara Psachim in the Mishnah on Kuf 
Tes Zion Amidbeis, 116b. And there's a machlokis in the Mishnah. What is the text of this bracha? Rabbi Tarfan Omer, I'm reading from the Mishnah. Thank you, Hashem, for redeeming us and our ancestors from Egypt. Period. The low That's it. He didn't go any further. It was a short bracha. So that's it. Like Shakol Niyebid Varo doesn't have bracha to Hashem. Elkeinu Melcholam, Shakol Niyebid Varo. No, that's it. It stops there. There's no more bracha to Hashem. Shakol Niyebid Varo. It stops. Such bracha kitsara. It's a short bracha. Rabbi Tarfon was in a rush to get to drink the wine right after this. So what did he say? A short bracha. Asher Golanu Legolz Abosainu Mimitzrayim. And that's it. Comes along Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva says, listen to this, my friends. This is what we're going to say. Not only thank you, Hashem, for taking us out of Mitzrayim, but Kain Hashem Elokeinu. So too, Hashem. Velokei Abosainu. Yagiyeinu. You're going to bring us. We're going for future holidays. That's going to come, please God, peacefully. We are going to rejoice in the building of your city. And we're going to be overjoyed with the service restored to the base amigdash. That's what we're drinking for. This is the l'chaim. This is what toasting God. And we are saying with absolute confidence, with absolute surety. Wow. And then, oh, what a bracha. Bracha to Hashem go'al Yisrael. Why? Because this is a night of emunah, a night of optimism, a night of faith. Okay, moving on. We've drunk the second cup of wine, leaning to the left. Everybody's going to go to wash. Good. Stop. Ask yourself why you're washing. Your hands are dirty, huh? No. So why you're washing? So look at the Mishnah Brewer and I'll tell you why you're washing. You're washing for two reasons. I'm going to talk about the first. You're washing because of srach truma. What? What's that all about? Oh, look at this. My next door neighbor, you know what his name is? Mr. Cohen. Mr. Cohen used to eat food called truma. Truma is that a farmer had to give the first of his grain, 2% of his grain to Mr. Mr. Cohen. This truma had to be kept in a state of purity, and Mr. Cohen, before he ate it, had to wash his hands. Now watch. If only Mr. Cohen would have washed his hands, this would have been long gone, because there are very few Kohanim compared to the rest of the Jewish people. So what have we been doing? We've been washing our hands every time we eat bread, which is most similar to the type of grain that's given to Mr. Cohen. And we've been doing this to keep Mr. Cohen in shape, that he's going to know what to do. Now listen to me. Thousands and thousands and thousands, I can keep going on, of brachos of al-natilas yadayim have all been said, what's going on here? 
I'm going to give you a one-word answer, my friends. Optimism. What's that all about? The answer is, we are going to have that third base Hamikdash. And that's what this night is. That's what you have to tell yourself. Don't tell me there's corona outside. I'm telling you, there's optimism inside. That's the washing of our hands. Okay, next, what are you serving? Oh, wait a minute, excuse me. Huh. Ay, ay, ay. You're going to make hamotzi and alachilas matzah. What's in your matzah? You're going to tell me flour and water. And I'm going to tell you flour, water, and faith. F-A-I-T-H. I'm going to tell you that the Zohar calls matzah michla timhem nusa, the bread of faith. I'm going to tell you how are we getting through corona. How do we have faith that even though Hashem is good and we don't understand it, where do we say, I still believe with perfect faith. So part of this faith comes not just from what I've gotten from the Torah and I've gotten from my teachers and I've gotten from my prayers and I got and I got, but I got from last year's matzah. Last year's matzah has injected me with faith. And this, this coming Wednesday night, we're eating more matzah. We're eating matzah of faith. It's going to help us get through the corona crisis. It's going to help us focus on where we're going to the third Pesach Migdash. Okay, what's the meat? What's being served at your Pesach Seder? Are you a Sephardi? You're eating roasted meat. Why? To remember the Korban Pesach. If you're an Ashkenazi, you're not eating roasted meat for the exact same reason. We don't want to give the impression. Don't tell me who's right. I can't eat roasted meat because my late father was Ashkenaz. That's it. Simple as all that. But what is the night? The night is remembering that Korban Pesach. Here we go. Wait a minute. I forgot something. Right after you've had your matzah, you have your moror. Good. You have your korech. Why? Listen to the words. Zechel emikdosh kehillel. This is what Hillel did, Bizman Shebeis Amigdosh Oyekayom. And therefore, we are reliving what was, and please God, you know, will be. And listen carefully now. From there, I don't want to talk about the egg, because the egg reminds us that this is the night of Tishabav, but I'm telling you right now, Tishabav will be a holiday. That's right. Of course, we're going to have the Beis Amigdosh. It's going to be a holiday. And therefore, it's going to be this year on a Thursday. We're going to celebrate Wednesday night and Thursday. We pray this year. Okay, what do you have? You finished your meal, and you're going to eat that piece of matzah called the Afikoman. Why? comes along the rush, Rabbeinu Usher, and says, you know what the Afikoman is? It's a Zecher LeKarban Pesach. Amazing. I can't get away from it. It's there. That's right. But this is what you should understand. In other words, the night of optimism continues. And that's why some say, wait a minute, how many pieces are you eating? I'm eating two. Why? Because it's a remembrance of the Korban Pesach, and the Korban Pesach was eaten with matzah. Okay? And therefore... Some have two. If you have one, it's also good. Make it a big piece. Okay? Let's move on. Oh, yes. Oh, what time is it? 
What do you mean, what time is it? You've got to finish your Korban Pesach. You have to finish your Afikom on the remembrance of the Korban Pesach before mid the night. Here comes my favorite idea. What do you mean before mid the night? Why? What's the difference? If I finish my Korban Pesach, my Matzah before 1257 or 105, what's the difference? And the answer is so powerfully. The first Pesach Seder, there you are in Egypt. Okay. Now what's happening? Well, it's 11 o'clock. Nothing's happened yet. But you're eating your Seder. You're celebrating. What are you celebrating? You're celebrating that Hashem will kill the firstborn at Chatzos. If we would have celebrated after Chatzos, big deal. Anybody can celebrate after the fact. We are such a unique people. We celebrated before. We celebrated in order to demonstrate our emuna, And we relive it every year. The Pesach Seder is an evening of emuna. Okay, moving on. After the Afikoma, before Chatzos. Watch this. We open the door for Elio Anavi. That's it. And we are so sure of our faith at that time. The Ramah writes, wait a second, I'm not going to quote you the Ramah. Okay, I will. The Ramah is found in Orachayim Tof Pei, 480. Listen carefully. Kadei Liskar, we open the door to remember Shu Leil Shimurim. It's a night of protection, a night of watching. Ubischos emunazu, in the merit of this belief, faith, Yavo Moshiach. Moshiach is going to come. V'yishpol chamaso, and he will literally extend, spill his anger. Al hamafachshim, Bashem, on those hamikachshim, excuse me, those who negate God. And now listen carefully to the Lavush on that same Simon. And what does he say? He says that whatever we've done until now at the Seder has all been to remember the past, the Exodus from Egypt. The second half of the Seder, that we sing the second half of the Hallel. The Gamrov Sipureha Gada. All the songs that come after the meal, Midabrim are speaking Bishar Hagulos, Ubagulo Asida. We're talking about the future redemption. Lakach, therefore, Kovua Yachad. It was put together Achrasuda Umitamzeh. And for this reason, we say Shvocha Moscha before we start the second half of the Halil. And we open the door when we do this. Laharos to demonstrate Anu Betuchim, we are confident, positive, Bishem Yisborach, and the Leil Shimurim, and the Schus of the Amunazu, Yavo Ben David. We believe Mashiach is coming. V'yishpoch Chamoscha El Hagoyim. This is it, my friends. The night of the Pesach Seder is one big. Night of Emuna, Emunoscha Balelos.
only because of time, I'm going to end with a powerful story about the Rambam. The Rambam was, and I thank Rabbi Bitterman who sends out each week a choveris of the Muna and the Parsha. He quotes a famous story. I want you to listen to this very carefully. The Rambam was such an incredible, brilliant man. If you look at his works, the Yad HaChazaka, the Mar Nevuchim, his parish on the Mishnah, on the entire Talmud, to think that one man could do all this. And it's so written, so beautifully. Now watch. He was a doctor to the Sultan. And the non-Jewish doctors were all jealous. Why should a Jew have that coveted position? So when the Sultan found out, he said, okay, we will have a contest and we'll see. Let the chief doctor among the non-Jews prepare a poisonous potion that the Rambam will drink. And let the Rambam prepare a poisonous potion that the chief of all the other non-Jewish doctors would drink. And let's see each one if they can come up with a cure for what the other one has given him. And the Rambam drinks first. And guess what? The Rambam drank it. I wish I could tell you what he used to, to, to fend off the virus that he had. And the Rambam survived. You ready? Here goes. The Rambam gave the other doctor something to drink. And he died five days later. And they asked the Rambam, what did you put in that drink? You're not going to believe this. The Rambam said it was just a glass of water. Nothing. Not a pill. Nothing. So how did that glass of water kill the doctor? And the answer is, the doctor killed himself out of fear and worry. The doctor couldn't understand. It, when is it going to come? I don't feel anything. Ay, ay, ay. What's happening? His nerves killed him. The fear of the unknown killed him. I share this with you out of love for everybody listening. I'm going to quote you a pasuk from Mishlei. Take out a Mishlei, Proverbs, write down the number of the Pasuk so you can see it for yourself. It's not me. It's not Benjamin Yudin. It's King Solomon in his book of Proverbs. And it's chapter 18. And it's verse 14. I'll say it again. 18, 14. And what does he write? He says, Ruach Ish Yechalkeil Machalehu which Art Scroll translates as a man's spirit will sustain him in his sickness. His spirit will sustain him. Now listen to the end of that verse. The flip side. The Ruach Necheor. But unfortunately, if he has what kind of a spirit? Not a positive one, but he has 
one who is broken, ouch. If a person has a broken spirit, then me so who can sustain him? I'm going to read you the gra, the Vilna Gon on this Pasuk. If I didn't read it, you'd say I'm making it up. The Vilna Gon says that the spirit is where your simcha comes from. And therefore he says that the Ruach Ish, Kisho Ish Tamid Besimcha, when a man is in happiness, he has trust in God. That verse, this sustains him in his sickness. Even if, God forbid, a machala should come to the person, However, if a person is too nervous, I pray that everybody listening, and of course we're concerned, and of course we're worried, and of course we pray for those who need a refuah shlema. And of course we're saddened if some people have passed away. What must we get from the Pesach Seder? We have to get, get from the Pesach Seder. Simcha. We have to get from the Pesach Seder. Emuna. And then, when we say Nirza, what is Nirza? The end of the Seder, we say to Hashem, please look upon our Seder as if we brought the Korban. Ritzei, Ritzui, the Nirza lo lechaper olav. Nirza, that our Seder should be once again reliving the past, and please God, a portent for the future. I take this opportunity, I hope we'll speak again quickly before Yom Tov, but I take this opportunity to wish everybody a Chag Kosher V'Sameach. And Shabbat Shalom to all.